Hey, everybody, before we get into the show, we have a major earth-shattering massive announcement. Nikki? Yes, it is that time again, Pete Wright. Our monthly planning membership is open for enrollment. GPS stands for Guided Planning Sessions, if you don't know already. We've worked really hard here at Take Control ADHD to provide you with a service that not only gives you ideas and strategies on how to plan your day and your week, but it also provides time and space for you to do the work and not just by yourself, but with others who understand and support you. We meet every Monday and Thursday, and there are three different sessions for each day that you're invited to attend. We are dedicated to making this membership to be one that is transformative in the way you think about planning and taking control of your time and schedule. There are so many benefits to the GPS membership, so please be sure to visit our website at takecontroladhd.com slash GPS. Enrollment is open now through May 8th. Thank you for your time and attention, and I hope to see you soon. On with the show. everybody and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello everyone. Hello Pete Wright. Hello Nikki Kinzer. How are you feeling this fine Monday? Doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. all right. 2021, we're kicking along. <laughs> we're Things are good. Along. Yep. Yeah, feeling good about We've that. We've got another got great podcast show. podcast dog. From, We've got a uh, great show. Yeah, like from, things are good in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're fine. We're Absolutely. all fine here. We're fine. All right. So we're we are continuing our epic uh, multi-part series on living with ADHD, and this was one of the episodes that, or one of the interviews that you did, that you felt very strongly needed to be included at some length, mm-hmm. and uh, that it's worth talking about because of the adaptation of technology and the tools that we use to to actually. Uh, manage and manifest our life's goals. Mm-hmm. And you were very impressed by this person. And I'm very excited to talk about it because, of course, the tool that we're talking about is one of my very favorites. Oh, yes. Even though I got really upset with it once and we broke up for a little while, but I am back to using it and I figured out how to make it okay. And it's all fine. Don't worry about it. We broke up, but we're back together. <laughs> Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com and get to know us a bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website or subscribe to the mailing list, and we will send you an email each time a new episode is released. Connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. And if you want to know what musical Pete was a featured guest star in in high school, and maybe even hear some singing, you should check out patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. Why are those things related? That is a great question. (laughs) Because with your membership, supporting membership of the show, you get access to the live streams of this podcast. That means before we we, uh, get on to do the show each week, I send a little email out to everybody before the show and they get to jump into this YouTube live stream and watch us do this whole thing and see some pretty ridiculous uh, backstory. It's all about the backstory. You also get access to the monthly happy hour where uh, many great shenanigans uh, occur between our other uh, community members. It's very fun. Uh, And of course, you get access to the online uh, very special double secret, triple secret, nay, quadruple secret members only Discord channels. You become a patron and the Discord channels magically appear in the Discord community. You can jump in and and uh, interact with all these fantastic supporters. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast to learn more. Thank you for your support. Nikki, let's talk about study hall. Yes. 
Which is also a benefit to the Supreme members of That's right. uh, Patreon. So I'll talk about that in a That's minute. Right. But yes, study hall. So our next set of sessions is coming up. And when I do that, I offer a little uh, break in price. So typically the study halls are $10 a week. If you would like to get this break in price, then you get 10 weeks of the study hall, which is the full session for the price of eight weeks. So instead of paying $100 for 10 weeks, you're only paying $80 for 10 weeks. However, if you become a Patreon Supreme member at $10 a month, you get these study halls for free. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Think about that for a moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stir that in your head. So if you would if if you've joined the study halls before, if they're beneficial to you and you uh, as Pete says, you know, su- yeah. want to support us in some way, um, that would be a great way to do it and you get these study halls that are every Thursday afternoon. Also, study halls eh, beneficial. Uh, she's selling it way too lightly. I know. The study halls are magical. They really y'all. are. They are magical. And I got to uh, tell you, I, last last Thursday, I didn't want to do study hall. Yeah. I didn't want to be there. I wanted to be there with the people, but I didn't want to work. Like, I wanted yeah, to chat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I wanted to head out, just, hang like, out got in the bleachers. into the chat room and just start talking to people. Like, what are you with doing? With Sandy and Danny and yeah. hang out with your what, what are you illicit working on? cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, when are you going to be done? You want to chat? Yeah. yeah. That's you what I wanted play? to do. But I didn't. I let the people, the good, fine people of Thursday Study Hall do their work. But um, finally, I thought, you know, I should just work because that's why I'm here. (laughs) Even though I don't want to, I'm going to do it. And I got to tell you, it is magic because I got so much done on Thursday afternoon because as soon as I like got started, which we all know that getting started is is troublesome. And once I got started, I was on a roll and I made the best of the time. So it's a good thing. Uh, I do need to let people know that the deadline uh, for the 10 weeks for eight weeks is uh, March 25th. So that is the first Thursday of this 10 week session. And that's uh, the deadline of getting this deal um, is March 25th. So there you go. Okay. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast. We're talking to Kathleen yes, today, we are. Nikki Kinzer. Yes, we are. Uh, okay, set us up a little bit. What is it that you're excited about? Yes, about? so Kathleen has been a listener for a long time, and and uh, uh, we have chatted here and there, you know, throughout the last uh, couple of years, and she has dedicated a lot of time in really making her productivity system work for her. And so impressive because I see how she has set it up and she uses two things. She uses the uh, thought process of GTD, getting things done from David Allen and also Todoist. And you know, I got to tell you, she's one of the few people that I have talked to that has really done a good job of tweaking GTD. Like, you know, because sometimes getting things done is just not an ADHD friendly thing to do. And sometimes it is. Right. But she has definitely made it her own and she's really um, 
made a difference with how she tracks her goals, like long-term goals and how she uh, incorporates them into monthly, weekly, even sometimes daily things. And she's worked really hard. And I remember asking her one time, like, how did you do this? Like, how did you make this work? Because, you know, people struggle. And she came, when she was talking to me about this, like she already had a lot of this already set up. So this wasn't something that I helped her do. She did, she had this. And so this is a little bit of what she's going to talk about today is, is how she did it, what her thought process were and what got her through. And, and um, I, I hope everybody enjoys it. For myself, it's, it's really about combining, getting things done, Mm -hmm. the like, the sort of methodology uh, for getting organized that David Allen came up with, GTB for short, that most people know in the productivity world. It was basically like a combination of taking the best elements of GTD and making them like tweaking them and altering them slightly to make them more ADHD friendly, especially with regards to working memory issues. Mm -hmm. And just especially with, yeah, not knowing just for flat out, like, making all these like goals or resolutions or uh, even like determining what my values are right. and then feeling really good in the moment. And then five days later, like forgetting that I even did them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, I'm like, oh yeah, that goal thing. So um, easy so, to forget. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what I've done uh, is take the best elements of GTD, <laughs> tweak them to uh, a more ADHD friendly version and then actually implemented them or have been in the process of implementing them and trying to develop a habit around them with with a task management program. And there's lots of different ones out there. Like mm-hmm. some people use things, some people use Trello, some people actually use Evernote as a task management thing. I used Todoist. Oh, Pete and, will be happy about that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, I don't know. I just tried out a whole bunch of them. And, and that one resonated with you. And that one resonated with me. It's really important that people understand that you want to look at them, but you want to see what really resonates with you. And that's where you were with the Todoist. Yeah. yeah. Todoist just felt really intuitive mm-hmm. and really like simple and even for a while i was just i was using like the free version because there's with all these programs there's like the free um version where you don't get all the bells and whistles but then there's also like the level up premium Mm -hmm. subscription or whatever and even with just the free what i found was like with todoist even the free uh version of it was just like out of the box you could just start using it and Mm -hmm. you just learned as you went or whatever Mm -hmm. as opposed to some other systems and tools like apps and whatnot or even plant certain types of planners, you have to almost learn before you actually uh, do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was mm-hmm. like, Todoist is more like learn by doing. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the process of getting Todoist to work for you? Because that is the, that's a big problem for a lot of people. They will start and then they don't, something happens or they don't keep it up and, and then they just let it go. And I, and mm-hmm. you've been using Todoist for a long time and it's definitely working. And I'm just really curious, like, how does somebody get over, over that hump of the challenges to actually continuing to make it work and make those tweaks? This is, might sound like a slight aside, but it's actually not. It's totally related because mm-hmm. ADHD. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like one of the one of the 
the things that I really value in my life, like one of the values uh, that I try to live my life by is simultaneous, like kind of mindfulness, which like meaning present moment awareness, non-judgmental kindness, those aspects too. And so I try to apply mindfulness as much as possible to various aspects of my life, like Mm -hmm. whether it be my productivity habits or just my own history or all different aspects of my life. And one of the big keys like about mindfulness is that, yeah, you the classic meditation instructions are sit down, follow your breath or follow sound or whatever. And when you get distracted, not if you get distracted, when you get distracted, notice it, non-judgmentally label it, and then come back to what you're doing. And that's like the basics for meditation, mindfulness meditation instructions. I basically take that and apply it to my life. Where it's so I'll be even now when I'm like it's been a couple of years that I've been using to do this on a almost daily basis. Things will get busy. I'll just forget. Mm-hmm. I'll forget to open the app for a couple of days on end. Things will back up a bit, and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah, something will just something will just pop my memory to it." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's been a couple of days. I gotta get or get sorted with it. Mm-hmm. Get clear on it." And whereas whereas before like maybe years and years before, before I was diagnosed for sure with ADHD. And then after, even afterwards, there would be like, yeah, lots of guilt and shame mm-hmm. and sort of like frustration and just hopelessness around oh, another thing that I forgot to follow up on or another thing I forgot to, I just let slip by. This time I try to approach it from a mindful, non-judgmental perspective. Of, oh yeah. A couple of days went by. I, I forgot. Okay start back on it. And since I already have a nice baseline, which I can talk about in a sec, mm-hmm. to go back to, it's not like I'm not starting from ground zero too. Yeah. It's, oh, a couple days of like appointments being backed up and mm-hmm. I just haven't processed all my information. That's fine as opposed to, oh, now I got to start this whole thing over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is instantly where people will go, but that's not true because you do, you mm-hmm. have the base already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I love how you connected the mindfulness, the the meditation, recognize the thought. And and, and I love how you're connecting that to recognize that, oh, I didn't do it for a couple of days. That's okay. I can go back to it. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah. And so I guess maybe I'll just talk about my, the baseline that I tried to establish. So following here, I'll even just like, I have the getting things done. And just so for people who don't know, and especially people who are like just listening, basically the essence of getting things done at GTD is there's five elements to like the workflow model that he pre- presents, which is like you first, and they're all separate elements that you have to get into separate mindsets to, mm-hmm. to do. I and mean, this is his workflow for quote unquote, getting organized in life. It, mm-hmm. Like whether you're applying that to your physical organization, your mental organization. And so he says that the five separate phases or steps or whatever are you capture what has your attention, you clarify what each item means and what to do about it. You three, organize the results. And then four, you come to reflect on those results that you've organized. And five, you engage in it. You actually take action. You do. Mm-hmm. And I went through this book, GTV, and basically went through it as it as he suggests, which is do a massive inventory of your life. Take take a weekend even, like book mm-hmm. a weekend off, put your phone on hold, on mute or whatever, and just and or 
So you can do that or you can like kind of space it out also, like Mm -hmm. schedule like one or two hours a day for however long it takes you. Basically just go through the whole process of capturing every single thing, do a massive brain dump, get everything out of your head and then organize it into different projects and various things. And according to him, he says that it takes like about 20, between 20 and 30 hours to go through the whole process. Yeah, and uh, that's roughly about how much time it took me over like, I did it over like a month span or whatever. And when you say take you, exactly what do you mean? Take you to inventory your life, like where inventory where your values your, are, what, what your priorities were. Is that what you mean? Inventory your entire life from everything like, what is this pile of boxes in the corner of my room? Mm. What do I need to do with them? How do, mm-hmm. do I need to like unpack them? Are they there to be sold? Are they there? So from physical organization to processes, like how am I doing my laundry every week? Like how am I thinking about what steps do I take usually to to make food, do meal mm-hmm. prep and to just like things. So you take every single thing that's like in your head and in your life, like you just walk around your house and you're like yeah. with a notepad and you're like, okay, yeah, it, mm-hmm. it was just hilarious to be like TV mm-hmm. and just throw it into like the in basket and then clarify each one. What does this mean to me? And so to go through that initial process, there wasn't much like ADHD tweaking that needed to happen necessarily oh yeah and the big thing with him though is like about his process about gtd is that that really helped me was like with a reframe and a reshift around rather than just thinking about to-do lists as like this one overwhelming like thing with 197 different yeah steps on it or to-dos on it break everything down into projects so that basically a project is defined as anything that any outcome you want that takes more than one takes more than one step. So if you can accomplish your outcome by making one phone call, then that's not a project. That's just a phone call you need to make. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, so everything from projects are like anything from need to replace battery on in my car to need to buy a new car to mm-hmm. like stuff, stuff at work, like find, need to find a new job. I don't know. And so basically try to break down your life into projects Mm -hmm. so that you can always try to like feel like you're making progress towards something. That's something I have to say that I really admire you for is that I know that you have set up quarterly goals and and you use Todoist to remind you of those goals and you do (laughs) make continuous progress. Is that, do you feel like that is a direct result then of breaking these things down? And Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, yeah, breaking them down is really helpful because then every week or every two weeks or every however long, it, like sometimes I, it's supposed to be once a week that you're supposed to review all your projects. Mm-hmm. And that's where like the fourth step of the, the steps are, like mm-hmm. the reflection or the review. Like you're supposed to do it once a week or it's suggested that you're, you do it once a week to keep making sure that you're making progress on all the different projects you've outlined mm-hmm. as being important to you. ADHD and life just mm-hmm. gets busy. Sometimes I don't do the weekly review for a couple of weeks or sure. three weeks or whatever. But then when I do go back to it, I know that, oh yes, these are the like 70 or 50 or 30 or 100 or however many projects that I know that I'm committed to making action on Mm -hmm. um, that I can just go back to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And but the thing that I really had to tweak for ADHD purposes is like uh, about the GTD 
system and Todoist, the way I have it set up is like uh, the one thing that like really is like the most top of mind that that I had to tweak was so you go through this process, right? Mm-hmm. If you actually follow the getting things done methodology as it's laid out in mm-hmm. the book, you go through the process and it takes like anywhere from 20 to 40 hours over however long to set up your system mm-hmm. and populate your system with. And then you're supposed to like do the review once a week mm-hmm. to keep upkeep on it or whatever. But then it's just assumed that you're going to always check all of your inboxes and oh. all of your, like all of your emails and your, anywhere that like people send you messages. Mm. It's just assumed that like that first part of the capture, mm-hmm. uh, method, like the methodology, the first part of it cap is called capture. And it's about like capturing all the not just the stuff in your head, but also the like the Facebook DMs and the Twitter DMs and the all the social media places where people um, will message you and respect expect responses yeah. and email. And it's so easy with ADHD to just forget about that stuff mm-hmm. like for weeks or then to check on it and feel really overwhelmed because there's way too many and you're just like, I don't know where to start. And so one thing that I did that has been really helpful is I've set as reminders into my system, uh, little messages will pop up like every couple of days. Like sometimes it'll pop up once a day for, for example, my emails, but I don't get very many voicemails these days. So voicemail will show up twice a week mm-hmm. uh, as a reminder to, hey, just remember, check your voicemail or check your email, try to work on clarifying those, get those back. So the the ultimate goal is to try to get all of your, all of your inboxes, places where stuff that might have your attention shows up back to zero Mm -hmm. at, you know, inbox zero concept as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And so I'll have like, I have various filters within my email, even like Mm -hmm. for different, different organizations that I'm a part of that I volunteer with, like that have Mm -hmm. different threads going on in my Todoist every day. It'll be like, check general email filter. That's every day and clarify the email, clarify the emails. And then once every couple of days, it'll be like, check the, I'm on a housing board Mm -hmm. and uh, board of directors. And so it's check the email that has that filter. Yeah. And so then it just basically is, so it's always reminding me to clear out my inboxes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't necessarily always do it, sure. when I see my, <laughs> but at least the reminder's there. Right. Um, right. And, and even things like, cause I was finding, for example, and it's always, I'm always tweaking it, right? Yeah. Like whenever, whenever something comes up, basically I'm, I've taken the sort of simultaneous like GTD and Todoist systems and apps mm-hmm. or whatever, I've taken them, they've helped me get away from like the negative mindset of when something messes up, like my ADHD, <laughs> when my ADHD wins, right. like I, I miss an appointment or I'm late to something or I don't get back to someone on something to in enough in quick enough time whereas like in the past like in five ten years ago i would have just like someone would message me being like oh i invited you to this event and you didn't come to it and then i would feel bad for like Mm -hmm. days i'd let it drag down my mood for days and get down on myself but oh i'm always disappointing people and blah 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 and instead this has helped me having both the todoist set up as a as the platform for working ADHD or working GTD in my life has helped me really take like 
some negative comment and use it as information as, oh, okay, yes, I'll allow myself to feel bad for a couple of minutes and Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, that sucks that I didn't Mm -hmm. do that. But then I'll be like, huh. So what was it about that situation that fell through my cracks, fell through my organizational cracks? And for example, when I first set up the the Todoist with all the different inboxes, inbox reminders to check, Mm -hmm. I had like very, not a lot of them in there. I was basically like email, Facebook, voicemail, and then texts, like Mm -hmm. text messages. It was just like reminders would pop up for those four. And then over time, I would add more. And then, so for example, yeah, that someone would, when that happened, like mm-hmm. someone was like, I invited you to an event on Facebook, but you didn't come. And that was because I had forgot to check my Facebook invites, or right, forgot right. my Facebook notifications, or got overwhelmed by my notifications. Yeah, right. Like, I can't even handle that. So now, so taking that information, I set up a filter in my to-do list so that I think it's like once a week or maybe once every two or twice a week, once or twice a week, a little like reminder pops up with a link embedded in where I can just one click, it'll say, check uh, Facebook event notification, event invites, and it'll just press it. And it just instantly brings me to see if anyone's invited me to any events that Mm -hmm. I can just then add to my calendar and stuff like that. Yeah. And then so that issue has not come up as much anymore. Yeah. And I love how you were curious about it. So you let yourself feel it and then you were curious about it and then you did something different in your system so that it would come be less or it it wouldn't come up again or at least not as often. Not as often. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing with the birthdays and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like for years, like I'm in my like mid thirties now and for at least like the last 10 15 years since I've, since I moved out on my own at 20 or whatever, I've, I've just had this and I didn't get diagnosed with ADHD until I was 30. First 10 years of being on my own were undiagnosed. But basically the last 10, 15 years, I've been like, just feeling kind of like every time I'd miss someone's birthday, like miss sending them a card, especially around my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, don't live, we live across the continent from each other mm-hmm. and I'd miss their birthdays and sometimes they'd mention it and mm-hmm. I'd feel bad mm-hmm. and just have that guilt and shame. And so just this year as a way to incorporate uh, that into that information into my Todoist, I set up like, basically I took, I did a brainstorm of every single person that I that I actually care about sending mm-hmm. something to. So it came like a list of maybe 15 or 20 people. And then I went and made like a template of basically of how to set up like in an ADHD friendly way, how to set up, how to get the process started to, or finished to send a card in the mail. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, so like literally four weeks or maybe even that more than that, six weeks before the person's birthday, and I just have it set on like an annual thing. So I can, I only have to set it up once and then I just, you know, click the button and it goes to the next year where it's basically six months in before it'll be like, buy a card for birthday. Mm-hmm. And that'll be like, that'll just be a repeating event until I do it. And then the next week, like five weeks before it says, put a stamp on the card and write the address and your return address, like address and stamp the card, but don't sign the card even just yeah. address and the stamp. And then four weeks before it's now sign it and, and get your partner to sign it. And mm-hmm. then it's okay. And then three weeks and like now put it in the mail. But I give myself a lot of leeway because I know that maybe a couple of weeks will go by and I'll forget. Right. And yeah. 
Um, I love that because that is breaking that project down to the smallest piece. So it's not so overwhelming when you look at, oh, buy or send card to you have it so broken down and with the reminders Um, too. That's awesome. So part of the GTD is also that's really good is good to like state is that a big component of it is like making sure that you have distinguishing between actions that like need like tasks or to do items that are actionable, mm-hmm. like things that you can like physically or visibly, tangibly take action on mm-hmm. and to-do list items that are like more reference, like mm-hmm. more, I would like to have this around, but there's no action I need to take on it. That's yeah. like the dis- big distinction. So as a part of setting up the process, I set up a reference, a really nice reference file, both digitally in Evernote and physically like in a little hanging file folder mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's a really good distinction to know that my to-do list is used for goals, projects, like things that like have actual tangible outcomes. Yeah. And the Evernote is like reference. It's stuff mm-hmm. that's like maybe supportive of those projects or maybe it's, or maybe it's just like random articles I found mm-hmm. on the internet that I want to read later. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just a whole mishmash of everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas like my, if it goes in my to-do list, it's going to get done at some point eventually. Yeah. That's and a really good so, distinction. Knowing your yeah. purpose for each for uh, each pr- uh, program. program. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. It's really helpful. And so the reason I bring this up is because in my physical reference file, I actually have a bunch of folders labeled like birthday cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do have some generic like kind of birthday cards. And I have like, a, as well, another one for thank you cards. Yeah. And, and oh, one thing that I've started doing also is that again, because it's like trying to figure, remember, my, remind myself how... I have a glitchy memory. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, I think for so long, I fought against it and was like, oh, but maybe I can just... I was trying to use techniques and or trying to look for... Even after I was diagnosed, the first maybe couple of years that I was diagnosed with ADHD, like I was... Instead of accepting that my memory can sometimes be like Swiss cheese, mm-hmm. like it's just a little, got a little holes in it. Instead of actually accepting that and then looking for tools to help accommodate it or like to help manage it or cope with it or whatever. I was like trying to find tools that would help me solve it. And so having acceptance of that has been really helpful because then I can just make the tools that and make the shifts and the changes that need to be for my brain. It doesn't have to be like a one size fits all Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And yeah, so I'll just say also like about one thing that really helped commit me to the to-doist was like, and continue this process is uh, when I decided to do the upgrade. Because I, so I used the free one for a while, like maybe mm-hmm. a few months or whatever, the free version. And then I upgraded to to pay like uh, a monthly fee. So it would came out, came out like $6 or whatever, $4 every month. And that was like, just to explore it and mm-hmm. be like, okay, what are the other options that come with it? And still, I felt a little bit like not sure, mm-hmm. um, doubting myself a little bit whether I would actually continue with this, blah, blah, blah. And then when I finally did decide, okay, no, I think this is the right program for me and made the the purchase of, instead of renewing every month, it renewed like once a year mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I had to invest like, instead of like just little $4 here, 
every month it was now like $50 yeah. Or whatever yeah. at once. That was like a way of acknowledging myself. Okay, I'm taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. And there's been challenges with it, with both using like with both Todoist and getting things done together. There's been like, there's been times, it's been like about a year now that I've been like really committed to it. And there's been times over that year where I've been like, oh, maybe I should try something else. And maybe I need to like switch and try Stephen Covey's thing uh, instead, or need to try some other technique or mm-hmm. whatever. What's really helped me has been to like, just acknowledge that it, it it's as much about its habit. It's forming a habit around this stuff. And so that like habits take time to mm-hmm. form and like mm-hmm. procedures take time to get into. And it, it makes way more sense to just keep trying to truck on with it, especially after I've made the investment. To start all over. Than trying to start all over. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the starting all over is fun and exciting. And that's what gives you the brain, like the dopamine. Oh, maybe I can transfer all the things I've already populated all my to-doist with. Uh, I can transfer them over to Trello or I can mm. give up on this getting things done thing and try the seven habits uh, Mm -hmm. thing instead. But you know what? Maybe I can try that in a couple of years. Right. It doesn't all have to happen right now. (laughs) Give it some time. One final thing I'll say about about this is another sort of like, clearly I'm I'm very influenced by mindfulness and I meditate as often as possible. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. I I was about to say daily meditation, but I'm like, no, I don't really do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As often as I can. But one of my favorite quotes that comes from like the Buddhist and meditation world that I like have applied to a lot of different areas of my life comes from the Dalai Lama, where he was like, he was asked once, like, what's like by cheesy talk show interviewer was like, what's one of the greatest, the quickest ways to get to enlightenment or whatever. And he was like, let's see, if you believe in rebirth, I'm in like my whatever incarnation and I'm also 70 and <laughs> and I still haven't achieved it. It takes a long time. And, and then this, the advice he gave was the thing that I really stuck with me. He's like, how about this? How about you commit to a practice and he was talking about meditation in this case but it could be any other practice Mm -hmm. he's like how about you commit to a practice and try it out and try it daily as much as you can and blah 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 and then maybe once a decade you can check in on yourself (laughs) and, and ask yourself is this practice still working for me? Is it yeah. making me happier? Am I like being kinder to people? Am I blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah? Is it making my life easier, smoother? And so I've taken a bit of a similar, yeah. with a great result, of course, but similar right. approach where it's okay, no, how about I just commit to this for mm-hmm. a while and mm-hmm. reassess? So yeah. I actually, in my to-doist, I have a thing that I have a reminder that will pop up sometime in 2023, I think, oh. or something <laughs> like that. Hey, is this GTD and Todoist thing still working for you? Oh. Yeah, like maybe check in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Kathleen, for yeah. sharing your process, how you got to it, the good, the bad, the challenges and how you overcame them. And I love the curiosity mindset and the mindfulness and resilience right. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the that that's the word that I I, I forgot to uh, mention was curiosity. That's mm. that's the big that's a big component of mindfulness. Absolutely, it's like curiosity, openness. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, cool. So, Pete, what do you think? 
Well, I love it. And this is there are a couple of things I was thinking about as as we were listening to that. And I think the the first one is that I love the most is that this is a like the the power of going all in. If you're going to go in on a tool, mm-hmm. go all in on the tool. And as somebody who dances across the surface of so many different tools as I'm trying things, seeing what works, trying things, seeing what works, all in the service of helping others, I should add. <laughs> of course. Right. Of, of course. course. This is all, it's not, it is not at all self-serving. Um, it, <laughs> or a it dopamine is, hit. Or a dopamine hit. No, it is for the good of the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a, as a result of doing that, sometimes I get sort of lost a little bit in where all the data goes, right? Right, It's everywhere. It's in all the places. And this is really the value of remembering to go all in. Like, if if you really want to figure out if it works, you have to stop playing. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to get serious and get the work done. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of tools in my life that I feel like I have have done that. And, um, And a couple of them I'm still, I'm still, flying about, mm-hmm. uh, getting there. I'm coming in for a landing. But mm-hmm. as somebody who just loves tools so much, that's really hard. It is. It is. So. Well, and I give her a lot of credit for being all in. And really, uh, when she was talking about how she missed the Facebook invite and, and you know, she felt bad about it for a little while. And then just the change of mindset of how did it happen? Mm-hmm. And what do I need to do to to prevent it from happening? It's just such a healthy way of looking at it, right? Because you yeah. know you're not blaming yourself, you're not going down the shame spiral, um, and again, you're all in the system, so you want to make it work. And and I just really admire that she was willing to be able to to do that. And the breaking car or breaking up the birthday cards project, yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Um, I I think that there is room for us to do, and maybe this is, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe this is an episode of the new Members Only podcast we were talking about, that, you know, I don't know, maybe it's a workshop that we do. I think there's room to, to go deeper on some of these individual tools. Oh, for sure. Um, because this is one that I think would be useful to actually talk about, like, mm-hmm. not just what you do with it, but how you do it. How like, you what it, do you right? actually type? What do you actually click mm-hmm. to to make the thing to make, in this case, Todoist a GTD uh, receptacle? What do you right. actually do on these yeah. systems to, to do it? Not just what you use it for, but how you enable it. I, mm-hmm. I think there's I think there's room for that. So Absolutely. if that would be an interest, let us know. Hit us up in Discord or Patreon and let us know. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with Kathleen. Thank you for Kathleen for hanging out with us. We sure appreciate all of your time and attention. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Podcast.